I'm Joe Beachboard. And I'm Dr. Dennis Davis. And this is Workplace Strategies Update. Joe, what's going on? Oh, you know, just uh, staying busy and yourself? Staying very busy, man. Yeah, well, uh, spring break, huh? For a lot of people. Wasn't for me, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I guess it's good to be busy. Well, we got a lot to, to talk about a today. A lot of program. stuff going on. Lots yeah, of stuff going yeah, on. we'll talk a little bit about workplace strategies, as we always do. Absolutely. absolutely. We have a very special guest. Ah, Safika Giawantani, absolutely. Yes, joining us from Austin, Texas. Can't wait. Site of the 2021 Workplace Strategies Program. Absolutely. June 23rd through the 25th. At live the, at the Fairmont well, and virtually or virtual people can participate either in person or or virtual absolutely uh, of course at the uh, end of the program we'll have our weekly feature what you drinking I have my I have mine as well here as well so, I have mine uh, Dennis I know you you recently bought a um, new storage refrigerator for yes, your wine I did you? I did yeah bought a wine cellar wow that's very nice that's yes. very nice yes. I, it's, it's gonna be a little lighter though after you have now lost the contest for the second week in a row yes uh, I have to get more people to sign up that's well all. I, it's, yeah. I, I had that wonderful bottle of Brunello and so you know at Mozart and all that sort of my stuff. my story was far better than yours uh, no, once again, silver medal, two weeks in a row. I think, you know, you're going to have to try to turn it around, though, this time. you got a very nice bottle there, yeah. though, so this time. So I think there's a good good chance of that. Well, yeah, i got a plan. Well, thanks uh, for all of you for joining us for the uh, podcast. Please be sure that you uh, subscribe. Uh, if you're participating on the podcast, be sure you subscribe on Spotify or on Apple. Uh, those of you watching on the video, thank you for joining us for that as well. Remember that there are four principles associated with this podcast. Substance. Swag. Wine. And competition. All right. Then. So the last two, the wine and the competition, is what we've already talked a little bit about, which is each week, Dennis and I will present a, a bottle of wine to you. We will tell the story behind the wine, and then you will decide which story you prefer. Last week and the week before, you preferred my story. Your voting has not been good. <laughs> well, depends on the perspective. So um, whoever loses then has an obligation to send to one of you a bottle of wine. And there are two ways to win. Uh, if you're on the video audience, you can simply respond to the final poll when we will ask you to choose your favorite wine. Those of you that are on the podcast, you will be entered in the drawing simply by being a subscriber to the podcast. So you have two ways you could win. Some of Joe's wine. <laughs> Maybe this week, but not the last two weeks. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to the podcast and you can also uh, watch the video cast and vote at the, um, at the end. Dennis, uh, I hope you can turn it around this week. I really, I <laughs> yeah, really, I really hope that, that you can. So um, at the conclusion of our uh, program here today, we will announce who the winner was of the bottle that uh, you will be sending them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bottle Maryville Pinot will be mm -hmm. on the way out to that person. So you can win next week. Just remember the two ways to win. Uh, with respect to workplace strategies, well, kind of, you know, spring break week, Easter, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. You know. yeah, very busy, very busy. Yeah, a lot of people have a lot going on. So we don't really have any, any big new news to share with you um, about that, though uh, some of Shafika's discussions will be associated with workplace strategies. She is right there 
in Austin. But but remember, we had uh, over the last two weeks announced two terrific uh, keynote presenters. Well, the EEOC commissioner Keith uh, Sonderling in yeah, Austin. That's yeah. going to be fascinating. Absolutely, uh, we we'll get some great perspective on that. Absolutely. And also, former Congressman Will Hurd of Texas and. He's His been, CIA stories. Well, yes, that's right. He's a former CIA guy. But he's also been, um, you know, on a lot of the Sunday news programs and mm -hmm. such, uh, mm -hmm. talking about politics in, in Washington and why he decided not to run again, even mm -hmm. though he was a prohibitive favorite. Uh, mm -hmm. Had he chosen to do so, uh, he, he did not. So I think that will be a fascinating welcome presentation on Wednesday, June the 23rd. Can't so wait. Make sure you're there uh, for that. Well, our, our special guest today is Safika Giratani. She is a shareholder at Ogletree Deacons and a fellow member of our board of directors. Shafika is a skilled employment litigator who also has significant experience dealing with affirmative action requirements. She's also a leader on diversity, equity, and inclusion at the firm. And as I mentioned, she is located in Austin, Texas, the site of Workplace Strategies this June. Uh, Shafika, there you are. Hey, Shafika. Hey, Shafika. Good to see you. Hi, how are you all? All right. We're doing well, thanks. So. Um, you know, Shafika, about a year ago, we were planning to host Workplace Strategies 2020 in Austin. Then, of course, the pandemic happened. We had to go virtual with the program. And it looked like we wouldn't be getting back to Austin for many, many years. But, you know, here we are. Uh, one year later, we had to move from Chicago. We're going to be in your hometown there in Austin, Texas. That's right. And we are excited uh, to host. Well, you know, Shafika, Austin is one of my favorite towns. Uh, it, it, if you were to suggest to folks two things to do when they're in Austin, or three if you can't make a decision on two, um, and, and again, it might be they're there in June, or those folks who are participating virtually, they might not be able to come until sometime later, but what are the two or three highlights of a visit to Austin? Well, you're right, Joe. It is hard to narrow it down to just two, but if I had to give my top two recommendations, it would definitely be um, two outdoors things in Austin that I love and that are actually close to the Fairmont where we are hosting workplace strategies. So the first is the bats. We have a colony of bats in Austin that every night during the summer take off into the sunset and it is amazing sight to watch. So I would definitely recommend that high on the list and the other is to explore the beautiful lakes uh in austin we have town lake right downtown and it is great to, to head out there and see the beauty there both great activities i've had Absolutely. the pleasure of doing both of how, how do you feel about bats Dennis? Ah, are you okay with bats are they trained bats <laughs> no <laughs> no, they just uh, big. They, there's millions of them, millions of them, and they fly out from under the the, the bridge. It's kind of almost uh, surreal. Well, as long as they can't get into the hotel rooms, I'm good to go. Well, yeah, that's they, no. I don't think they get into the hotel rooms. But um, Shavika, tell me, um, how is Austin currently dealing with the issues associated with the pandemic? Yeah, I think like the, the rest of the, the nation, um, doing uh, our part to help control the spread, but. One of the great things is we've had a wonderful rollout um, of the vaccine. And so I think we're all finally beginning to feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And we're excited to, to welcome all those that can come to Austin to, to be here with us. 
And note that we will be following uh, the CDC safety protocols associated with the program for those that are going to be with us in person. That's why we're capped at 350, so make sure we can socially distance, and we'll be following all those other guidelines that are Sounds required good. as well. So, Shafika, we've seen a dramatic increase in interest from clients in all things diversity related, from recruiting and hiring to mentoring and training. What's driving this increased focus? Yeah, it's a really great question, Dennis. And I know that we have certainly at Ogletree seen a lot of clients ask about diversity, uh, inclusion, and equity. And I think that part of what's driven it is really the events that we saw last summer uh, with the killing of George Floyd and all of the unrest that came with that. And there's really now, I think, an increased focus um, and, and, and moment perhaps where we're looking at diversity and inclusion more. And we have been pleased to work with a lot of clients that are focusing more on this issue as it spills over into the workplace. Now you said uh, a good word, you said moment. So here's my question for you along those lines. Are we looking at a moment or are we looking at the beginning of a movement? Well, Dennis, I think only time will tell. Um, we certainly are in a moment now and whether it becomes a movement, I think we're all gonna see. But but I believe that we, that we truly are in a moment. And perhaps um, much like I think that we saw with the Me Too movement, where we had so many women come out and say, this has happened to Me Too. I think we've seen that over the past six months or more as well with some of the racial unrest and individuals in the workplace really coming out and saying some of these racial issues have happened to me too. We've seen that in so many workplaces. And so I do really think that, that it's more than a moment at this point, but it is gotcha. uh, a movement. And gotcha. our clients are recognizing that, understanding it and many taking actions to, to address it proactively in the workplace. Well, let me ask you this then, you know, clients report that they're constantly getting conflicting advice as to what they should be doing in the whole DEI space, right? So what advice do you have for clients who are wanting to do the right thing, but aren't quite certain what the right thing is? Yeah, and, and that's certainly the biggest question that we get from clients, which is, what do we do? And my biggest advice to everyone is to be proactive, not reactive. And when we go back to, I think what you just asked Dennis about, is it a moment or a movement? Um, I think we should really think ahead as this being a movement. And a lot of what we talk about in terms of being proactive and not reactive is to develop a plan. Um, and what we really recommend at Ogletree Deacons through our diversity inclusion practice group, and we work with clients on creating a diversity, inclusion, and equity strategic plan, much like a business strategic plan, where we lay out what the goals will be for the organization when it comes to diversity, inclusion, and equity, how we will meet those goals, who the stakeholders are, what the timetable is, and what the budget is. That I think is really a key part about getting our hands around diversity and inclusion is making sure that we've truly thought it through and we have a plan in place that is supported from the top all the way down to the bottom of the organization. Good stuff, good stuff. Shafiq, I know you're gonna be assisting us with, uh, with the final agenda 
for the program, and we're already talking about some topics that will pick up on the themes that you've uh, discussed today. And, and we definitely appreciate you joining us for this podcast and helping us with the program and hosting us in Austin. And uh, I might have to bring out and dust off that video you and I shot um, last year where I learned that new saying you all use down there. What was it? All y'all? Is that the one? Is that, is that right? Yeah, you got it. You got to add a little Texas twang to it, though, Joe. Yeah, all y'all come down. All y'all come down. There it is. <laughs> Shafika, thanks so much for joining us in your insights here today. We look forward to seeing you in Austin uh, in late June. Thanks, Shafika. Thank you. Wow, that was a fascinating uh, discussion. Some great input. Very good discussion. Very good discussion. Yeah. You know, let, let me ask you a question, Dennis. I mean, you're the national director of client training for Ogletree Deacons. And, yes. and in that in that role, what are what kind of requests are you seeing from clients in terms of DEI topics yeah. for you to train on? The two biggest requests that I'm getting uh, are requests for unconscious bias training. Okay. Uh, and also for inclusive leadership training. Interesting. Um, you know, I, I, we want to do the right thing. We want to be on the right page. What do we as leaders need to do to lead our organization in a manner that's inclusive? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Now, when you conduct the training, are, are you seeing any, you know, any sort of um, themes or common questions from the attendees? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. The, one of the, the, the most common questions I get from leaders is, you know, so we have started an affinity group. And uh, I want to participate, but I think that simply by being there, I might change things. Should I go? Should I not go? I get that a lot, more than you might even imagine. I get that question a lot. Wow. Yeah, that, that would not be the kind of the kind of question. Yes, that... get that a lot from the leadership groups, yes. Are, are you doing a lot of, like, you know, bystander training and things like that, too? We are still doing a great deal of bystander training. And, and remember, uh, many states around the country, in fact, more than last year this time, require uh, all kinds of anti-harassment training. Uh, and, and so one of the components w with our anti-harassment training has been bystander intervention training. Uh, so, yes, uh, we're getting all kinds of requests for that as well. Wow. Uh, busy time. Very busy, busy time. time. for you and the whole Which team. is a good thing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yes. no, definitely a good time. <laughs> Well, Dennis, now it's uh, time to announce the winner of our contest from last week in which um, I presented that uh, beautiful bottle of Brunello. And I presented a really nice bottle of uh, Pinot Noir yeah. and a better story. Well, not according to the audience, because Mary Langford from the Salvation Army is going to be getting a bottle of wine sent to her by Dr. Dennis Davis. Maryville Pinot Noir. It's on the way. Okay, well, um, you want to talk about our wines this week? See Let's if you can get talk off the about snide, wine as they say, and uh, turn around. I mean, do you want to go first or say? I don't want you to be able to say it's because, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. That, oh, I know that, why it is. <laughs> you people aren't voting right. Uh, I know why it is, but I don't care. What do you want? You want to go first or you want to go second? I think it's an educated, it's an educated. Well, go ahead, to go first, right. because that way you get the first, you know, you first impression All kind right. of thing. So what I am displaying this week is uh, from the Brown Estate. We've talked about them before. Uh, it is their chaos theory. Now, let me pause here for a second. You know, and I know, that chaos theory says that uh, while things might look random and unstructured, there is really a plan. 
there is really structure to the universe. Well, chaos theory uh, is very interesting, uh, the name and uh, what it means. You see, uh, this 2019 uh, is a red blend of uh, Merlot, uh, Cabernet, Zinfandel, and Petit Syrah. However, one of the things that happens is every single vintage is different. Therein lies the chaos. Uh, so uh, the Cabernet and the Zinfandel are always a part of it, uh, but the percentages vary and the different types of wine uh, uh, that they uh, mix in are different. Why? Well, uh, they want to make sure that, they, they, that you understand that uh, there is some reasoning in the chaos. One of the things that I enjoy about this particular wine is that as soon as you pop the cork, you can start to smell the cloves. Remember that when we drink, drink wine, it's not just what we taste, it's also what we smell. And one of the first thing you'll notice is the cloves. The cloves. And it's a, a beautiful bottle, better shown if you actually show the front of the bottle instead of the back of the bottle. But okay, that's a different strategy. Maybe that's why you don't win. Little things like it's the little details. Oh, I know why I don't showing win. Showing the back of the bottle. That might be that. Well, um, I, I, you know, look. That's a great story. Beautiful bottle. Well told by you, I, I will say. Oh, don't humor me. <laughs> but, um, you know, here's, here, here's the winning wine. This is Mi Sueño. And any of you that participated in our NAPA, what we call our NAPA program, which is Navigating California Employment Law, um, we did a special virtual wine tasting with the winemaker. This is Cabernet Sauvignon. And you know the grape. It's fabulous. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the winemaker because it's a wonderful, wonderful story. Really a great American dream story. It involves a gentleman by the name of Rolando Herrera. Um, and he, he migrated to the United States from Mexico when he was 15 years old. He started out as a dishwasher at one of the restaurants up in Napa Valley. Over about a 15 to 20 year period of time, he got the opportunity to work for many of the great winemakers, slowly moving up from you know construction job to a field job to actually um, what he called a cellar rat at one point where he was just in cleaning and doing all that. And, and over that period of time, he, he learned and came to love wine and winemaking. And um, Rolando and his wife, Lorena, um, started Mi Sueño, which of course means my dream. This is their dream. My dream, win three in a row, vote for Mi Sueño. Good story, Joe. <laughs> well, there's two ways that you can uh, choose your favorite wine story. That is to either um, uh, vote in the poll that will be uh, coming up here in just a moment, uh, or you can subscribe on uh, Spotify or Apple as well. Well, uh, Dennis, anything else you'd like to wrap up with? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. All right. Well, in that case, I'm Joe Beachboard. I'm Dr. Dennis Davis. And this has been Workplace Strategies Update.